Okily dokily, let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation, a Midwest communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. March 1st, the meteorological start of spring. And it's, what, 56, 57 outside? It's beautiful. I climb into my car, I turn on the radio, and I hear baseball. And then I hear the word buggy whip. Did he talk about the art of pitching as well? I never made it that far. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Yeah, you might you might want to turn me down a little bit. I'm a little. I told you, man. I I. It's 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 well known that I do not need a microphone, but you know, if I'm going to record on the podcast, I need the microphone. So, <laughs> just saying. Yeah, that. Uh, oh, yeah, that. And uh, let me see. Uh, yesterday must have been a really slow sports news day because. Uh, it seems like every single media outlet was going crazy because the Pirates and Orioles, from what their head claimed, didn't have umpires. Yeah, they did. The game finished top of nine. Um, Pirates, or the yeah, the Pirates won, but the one of the Orioles' um, minor league pitchers needed some extra work. So managers got together and they said, well, okay, yeah, we'll play the bomb of the ninth. Um one of the minor league catchers was catching and, and called balls and strikes and all of that. And uh, and they played the bottom of the ninth without umpires, even though the game was over. But the media just went absolutely crazy over it, and it's stupid. you know. So they're getting in a little extra work, and the fans got bonus baseball. What's the problem? <laughs> I, I, my opinion on baseball right now, it's like the Tigers stink. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not all that excited about it. It's a rebuilding year, and you know that. It's, it's I the do. Way, it's the way it is. But that's part of the fun of following it, you know? And maybe they'll surprise us. Who knows? Yeah. Not necessarily winning the division or getting a wild card berth or something, but competitive, you know, around 500, maybe they'll shock us. Who knows? Let's hope so. Yeah, but I, I'm not expecting it. But that's all part of the fun of rebuilding. And then, of course, with football, oh, my goodness. <sighs> Brady, Rodgers, both in the news again. Ugh. And uh, yeah, Jalen Carter's in a little bit of uh, an issue. Uh, yeah, I actually had a friend just <clears throat> yesterday say, one guy falls every year, and I think it's going to be Jalen Carter, and then... Boom! That stuff happened, but we will get to that. Well, you, 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 well, you, you, they're kind of making a big deal out of what could be really not a lot. I disagree. It's you know these are misdemeanor charges. It was racing. You know, kids do that. Adults do that. Again, Ad- adults adults are idiots too. We will get but to it. We'll get to it. Right, right. Um, soccer update. I think's coming today too. Correct. I don't know. I oh. actually don't know. Oh, okay. Well, if he shows up, he shows up. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Uh, I do think we need to talk about backup quarterbacks in Detroit and who we think might be a good fit there. Right. Um, I'm trying to think what else uh, has been going on. I have not been doing a lot of betting. Good. Kind of taking a break a little bit. Good. Not because I'm losing money, just because sometimes you need a break. No, you do. You know, you don't want to make it a daily thing anyway, you know. Sources, Wings lock up Larkin with eight-year deal. Good. Uh, now, they, if they can break this losing streak, that'd be nice. 
Yeah, I think they've found themselves out of the playoff hunt now. Nah, you, you, wait, just, you no, needed dude. one win against the Senators, and there's they blew another, you out back-to-back nights. There's another month to go in the season. Chill. You can't there's drop both of those of games. Time. Can't do it. There's plenty of time. What I would be more worried about is Western Michigan hockey, but we'll cut. Co- we'll cover that bridge in a little bit. Actually, in just a second here, uh, I do want to start with Bronco basketball just because things are wrapping up. Right. Um, the men they played last night lost to Miami, and the Broncos could have played spoilers um, as the uh, as the Red Hawks uh, were sitting in the number eight position. Mm-hmm. As of last night, I didn't check the standings to see where they are. I know they they either stayed at eight or moved up. I I think I think it's such a difference between eighth and seventh that uh, they're 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 close to sealing the deal. In fact, I think Robin thinks that the deal is already sealed for uh, eighth place for Miami. So yeah, um, lost twelve of its last thirteen games. Mm-hmm. Clinched last place in the uh, conference. Um, yeah, things didn't exactly go the way that we would have hoped. Right. Uh, Trey Maddox Jr. Uh, showed up last night. Very, yeah. very. He had a very good game. And so we talked about little, it. Little hope there. We expected this to not go so well this year. Right. Um, it just wasn't going to. Right. Um, yeah, they got senior night Friday night against the Chips. Um, seven o'clock, University Arena, uh, and then I believe the women. What they've got? Uh, they've got the chips tonight. And, uh, and it's senior, it's no, white out. It's white out. They had seen. They had senior day Saturday, because I went up for the second half of the game before hockey, and uh, Broncos won that one, and they looked great too against Ohio. They're at University Arena again, though. Yeah, yeah. Why it's a whiteout. They, why didn't they do <laughs> senior night tonight? Because it, because it was probably a Saturday game, and the parents. It's easier for the parents to get here on a weekend day. Yeah. So that's what I would guess. Uh, numbers out for the Larkin deal, eight years at 8.7. Wow. I don't love it. I don't love it. My worry is he's playing really well on a contract year. That's expensive. <sighs> Might work. Let's see. We'll uh, see. We'll see. But staying with the Broncos, <clears throat> you talked about it. Um. Bitterly disappointed after last week's performance, well, weekend, um, for the WMU hockey team. Right. Uh, I went to both games. I thought about this a lot over the weekend, what exactly I was going to say. And one thing I will say is I can't remember the last time I said something negative about this team. And you and I say it all the time. If you do good things, we're going to say good things. If you don't do good things, we're not going to say nice things. That's you. And unfortunately, I'm not going to say nice things. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that type of play, that's not going to cut it in March, especially in early April. If you're hoping to get to Tampa, that's not going to cut it, um, to be the best. You got to beat the best. And at two tries on your home ice, you couldn't do it. And I'll say this, the team, even on Friday night, when the refs boned that game in the third period, the Broncos were even lucky to be in that game. Right. They were being outshot, outworked, out everything. They looked better to start the game Saturday. Same story. Couldn't get it out of their zone cleanly. It it looked like like 
they had butter on their sticks. The puck was just everywhere. There was no control. You couldn't sustain any offensive pressure for any extended amount of time. And teams like Denver, when you do things like that, will kill you. And that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. They held you in their in your zone constantly, grinded you down, got the dirty goals, got the turnovers, and beat you down. Let's be clear, Bronco fans. This past weekend, that wasn't even close. Right. I don't even know what I watched compared to the last 12 games. What the hell was that? Now, I didn't react that like that, like you are, but I got into many, many, many arguments, disagreements Friday night, both online and uh, a couple of guys at Fletcher's too were uh, giving me the eye. Actually, they were, they were, um, they were uh, very disagreeable with my uh, comment about how the Broncos had already pretty much lost the game when that first major came down. Yes. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. They, they're they like, well, they were in striking distance and not the way they were playing. They were being outshot like I think 25 to 10 at one point. In the Us- usually I live on the voice of Robin Hook, but I had the uh, I had CBS Sports Network popped up on YouTube TV, so I was able to follow along. At least, you know, see replays, you know, because it's what, like 30, 45 seconds behind. So, yeah. So it's like, it's like a big fat replay for me every time I look. And it's the, the way the Broncos skated, they were out skated out of their own building. There was no way they were going to beat Denver, bad calls or not. And I don't know what happened. It was like they were drunk well, or well, something. No, no. Well, a couple guys were out. Remember, Sasson was out. Um, or Sasson was out Saturday. Um, I think it's bigger than that, man. So a couple other guys were out. They were disjointed. And you know what? Give Cameron Rowe all of the credit in the world. He did everything he could to keep his teams in those games. Mm -hmm. You don't have Cameron Rowe. Those games are embarrassing. So you know what? I'm not going to say nice things about the team. I will give Cam a pat on the back. Good job, Cam. You did what you needed to do. The rest of the team, figure it out. Yeah, I'm not going to bury the rest of the team, but you're right in the aspect of they need to uh, get their you-know-what together. Because you go have a bad weekend down in Miami, and then you have a bad weekend in the quarterfinals in the NCHC, I say it all the time, it's how you finish. You finish bad, not going to end well for you in March. That's right. If you have aspirations of going to Tampa for the Frozen Four, get your bleep together. Figure it out. Um, if you have aspirations just to make it to St. Paul. Yeah. For the Frozen Faceoff. Right. You better get it together. Right. Because what I watched was, whew, it was bad. And here's the thing. Am I the kiss of death? The last <laughs> three or four games that I've gone to, they've lost. Now, here's the deal, Jordan. If you haven't noticed... For some reason, the Broncos do not play well on their home ice. They are winners on the road, if you've noticed. They are, which does bode well down the stretch. But you still need to win on your own, on your own, in your own turf, on your own turf. And I said it: if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And guess what? Denver's one of the best. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. I will say there is a crowd of Denver fans. I was down in the corner. By the end of the Lawson Lunatics, there was probably about 20 Denver fans that you could tell mommy and daddy bought them tickets and flew them out there and blah, 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 blah. 
they were causing problems. They were slamming on the glass. The cops had to come down because they wouldn't listen. It was bad. It was like, go home. Go back to Denver, please. Is this how they act in Magnus Arena? That's what I was saying. Or can we go down there and do that? Flicking people off. It was bad. Mm -hmm. It was like, I saw that and I was like, was I that big of an asshole in college? I know what it is. I know why they freaked out. They were getting too much oxygen. Hey-oh. oh <laughs> Good Lord. That's the only thing I can come up with. But I'm not jumping off the ship. I want you guys to realize that. I'm being dramatic for effect. Yeah. But the point is there. You can't play like that. No. Not now. No, no way. No. 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 There was mm-hmm. nothing good about that. Now, keep in mind, hockey started, eh. And then got hot. And then got hot at the right time. Problem is, they're cooling off at the wrong, wrong time. time. You better go down to Miami, get yourself a sweep, and come home to Lawson for the quarterfinals and oh, be ready. Oh, a sweep is... A sweep is... is Necessary. It, it is. It is if you, want to, if you want to hopefully finish in second place. Or, I don't know, have momentum. That too. But you still. go and split or lose both? Oh, boy. But if the Broncos finish in, in uh, second, they'll probably get Colorado College. Most likely. If they finish in third. You might get, say, Cloud. You no, might get Omaha. You might get Duluth. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This weekend, very important. It really is. Mm-hmm. Starting to sound like Abramowski when he's when he's uh, hosting with with uh, Landbeer because you hear a lot of mm-hmm, hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when his mic's on. <laughs> his mic's on. Uh, so yeah, I, I I hate to be mean, but I've 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 just I don't know. Right, right, right. I just I have to speak the truth. I can't sit here and beat around the bush. Um. And I'm not calling for anybody's job or anything like that. Don't get it twisted. It's none of that stuff. Hmm. But to sit here and act like there was any major takeaways that were good from this past weekend, I'd be lying to you. Right. No, nothing was good this weekend at all. No, again, the thing was Cam. That's no, it. But, well, Saturday they started <clears throat> strong. And ended horribly. Right. Yeah, it's like they played a period and a half of hockey and then stopped. It was disappointing. Full house, both games. Mm-hmm. It was just like, ah. And I left early both games. As soon as they scored on that five-minute major in the first game, I left. Second game, I think it was, I don't know, maybe five minutes left. They got another major. I was like, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and, and everyone... Everyone thinking that the uh, major uh, assessed to Denver on Saturday was a makeup call? No. No, it wasn't. No. 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 It was the correct call. Yes. The Larkin one was very incorrect. That wasn't even a penalty. No. And they refused to look at it. That's but- the joke. You see, that's the joke. If you're having technical difficulties, you can't just sit and talk about it. You have to rely with what's on the ice, what you called on the ice. And then, of course, when Denver tried to get another major on Poland, when he dove over Magnus Krona to avoid hitting him, um, 
Then the referees finally got on the mic and said, well, due to technical difficulties, the call on the ice stands, it's a two-minute minor. And that shouldn't even have been a minor. No. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, according to a couple of people, because I didn't see the replay, but Poland was pushed. He was. He was. Um, But it goes back to what you and I started the argument with. We don't blame the refs. We're not in the business of doing that. What argument? We agree. I know. <laughs> it's just like, no, I'm saying the argument from people right. that were going after yeah. you, and I had people going after me too. Yeah. They didn't play well enough to win either game. No. They didn't deserve either one. I knew I knew at one point there were one of six power plays on Saturday night. That's pathetic. You're not going to beat ten, teams like Denver going one and six on the power play. But the power play isn't exactly their strength either. That, the, the big flaw with the Broncos right now is, is that their power play isn't that strong, even with even with the solid three out there of Sasson, Poland, and uh, McAllister. Um, they rely better on open ice skating, I've noticed. But the penalty kill for the Broncos has not been the best all year long. And that goes back to defense again. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned earlier in the year the, the part of the Broncos' problem, it's not Cam Rowe. It's the defense in front of Cam Rowe. And... Again, Friday night, more than Saturday, it showed up again. It did. But, yeah, okay, there were like three skaters that were out, but still. Yeah. Next man up. Correct. And they didn't get the job done. So um, let's hope for better things down in Miami this weekend. (laughs) Uh, Then they'll be home for the first uh, round of the NCHC uh, playoffs, whatever you want to call it, right. tournament. Okay. Just to prep everybody, Friday night, 6.30, pregame, 7 o'clock, puck drop in Oxford. We'll have it on Jack FM. Um, 4.30. 4.30. On Saturday, 5 o'clock puck, uh, puck drop on Jack as well. I'm not complaining. I know you're not. I know it. I'm, I a, I, I'm going to have a Saturday night free. 5 o'clock. That's bizarre. No. that's. <laughs> I like 6.00. Well, you're getting five. Deal with it. <laughs> Boy. Just, yeah. Uh, All right. Don't argue with everything. <laughs> don't don't derail the train. It already derailed. Uh, we don't need another derailment. Show <laughs> uh, of hands how many people actually heard about that at the time. Mm. <laughs> right. Anyways. <laughs> before I get myself in okay. trouble. All right. Well, let's jump to this. Uh, football schedule's out. It is. For Western Michigan. And I will rattle through it. Times have not been announced. But I can tell you that Communiversity Night is the first game of the year. August 31st, St. Francis comes to town. That's Communiversity Night. Um, on uh, the 9th of September, um, we go to Syracuse. In fact, 831, hold on here. That's that's going to be a weeknight game. Thursday. Thursday, really? Yep. Wild. That, but that, they're probably like a one A team. That's probably why. Or Division Two. Yeah, one possibly. Two. Um, Syracuse on the ninth at Iowa on the sixteenth. You're gonna go, aren't I'm you? going to. You're that. going to go. I'm going to that. Um, then at Toledo on the twenty third. Already. That's usually usually <clears throat> usually the Rockets are later in the year. They are. But, uh, yeah, that changed up. Uh, finally back home one month later. 
on the third like last year. That was the uh, that that game, the uh, Ball State game, and Buster's block party and big concert. So uh, there'll be a party night for everybody there. On the seventh of October, we go to Mississippi State back home for Miami on the fourteenth of October, and that's homecoming and Hall of Fame. Um, Hall of Fame. I need to get to work. Twenty first, Robin Hook. Do it, Dan. Robin Hook. Do it. The twenty first. Uh, we go to Ohio. Twenty eighth, we go to Eastern Michigan. So see, look, we we have a home so far. Home road, road, road. Home road, home road, road. Central Michigan comes here on the seventh of November, Tuesday. The fourteenth, we go to Northern Illinois. Oh wait a minute, here's a wait a minute. Oh one two three. Yeah, it's still five. The twenty first Bowling Green is here, which yeah. is which is usually it's usually either Toledo or Northern Illinois to wrap it up. Usually it's Toledo, Northern Illinois, back to back. But I don't know why that changed up, but it did. So, um, you know, I do want to give props to Lance Taylor for testing this team, <clears throat> Syracuse. Iowa and Mississippi State. Well, these these were probably scheduled well in advance of Taylor coming on board. Whoever did it, it's it. I, I don't know if if Dan set this up or if Kathy set this up before she left or what what it was. But no, these football schedules are usually set up a, a couple couple three years in advance as to you know if if you're going to you know sign the contract, have a home and home, you know one home one year away next year or whatever. Or what or whatnot, you know, as far as the uh, non-conference schedule goes. But yeah, um, going to Syracuse will be big. You are right there. Going to Iowa will, will right. be big. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Mississippi State. It's not the top tier, but it's still SEC. And that's the thing with the conference opponents that you scheduled. You know, you didn't pick the best of the Big Ten. You didn't pick the best of the ACC. You didn't pick the best of the SEC. But you also didn't pick the worst. Nope. These are winnable games. Yep. You know, probably not, you know, I I would have to lean more to probably a loss than a win, but it's closer to 50-50 some, than some of the top teams in those conferences. Well, know. But then again, we, we know nothing about the football team because everything's going to change between now and and uh, late July when camp starts up, and I and kind of like the football team, I wouldn't bank on anything. Right, we don't know. Everything's a question mark. We don't. We don't. We didn't know about hockey. We didn't know, and now we know. We so don't. now we can be critical uh, mm-hmm. when we need to be. But yeah, football, we don't know. Basketball, we we knew. We knew going in, it was it was going to be like Dusty Rhodes used to say, "Hard times." <laughs> Hard times. Hard times. <laughs> yes, that's a pro wrestling reference. I don't care. Whatever. Uh, while we're <laughs> talking about college, we might as well bring him up. You teased the whole thing. Uh, Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. A possible pick for the Lions if you look down because we 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 need we need more D studs, but. You go ahead and break it. Um, he's being charged um in connection to a fatal crash of a staffer 
and football player at the University of Georgia because they were racing. Uh, I think this is a little bit different than the kid that's catching some flack uh, down in Alabama for the basketball team. Apparently, he handed his teammate the gun that killed those people. Mm-hmm. He'll get drafted probably in the top five. It just it won't do anything. This, a buddy of mine thinks he might drop to like the teens. Uh, there are quite a few. In fact, uh, if the Lions have any interest in him, pick eighteen may be the way to go. Or they, but but I'm thinking that that number eighteen pick could be dealt and get a veteran back there. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I don't know. This is this will this will be interesting to see what Brad Holmes does. Uh, and here's the thing: it might be kind of hard to play if you're in jail. I think there's a chance he might fa- face jail time. Uh, well, I think there's a chance he might not get drafted. This is a big deal, Jim. It is a big deal. I get that. It's a big deal. Um. You know, but, it's like but, somebody but, said, I wondered how the player and the staffer got into an accident and died. Oh, wait. Jalen Carter raised him. They're misdemeanor charges to start. These aren't felonies. So it's, it's it doesn't not, even matter. So it's, it's not like his life is being taken away from him or anything. But, no. But when when you are what you are, you have... You have a code of conduct you yes. need to adhere to. How many teams are going to want to touch that? Not many. Nope. Mm-mm. You know nope. what it reminds me of? Henry Ruggs. This yeah. kid's this this kid has issues. He has character Mm-mm. issues. This is a big deal. He may face jail time. Ah. <sighs> Well, everybody's mock draft might change <laughs> because Carter picked on quite a few. He, he was. He, he was. Pick, he was picked not, not only six, but eighteen by some. Yep. So, because defense is where the Lions still need to go. Do not draft a quarterback. No, no, no. Do not get that number one pick from the Bears. No, 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 Who? no, 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 no. Who? Lions. No, the Indy is. You think so? Indy's trading from one to four. Or from four to one. And because here's the other thing. If I'm Chicago, especially now with this Jalen Carter stuff, I'm not trading further back than four. Because I got to get my guy. Right. It, it, which at this point is Will Anderson. And look what happened. I called it. That guy from Texas Tech, that edge, he's going to benefit from this whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's going to end up going probably top five. Or hopefully six. At, for, yeah, there you go. Uh, and for the people suggesting we take a cornerback at six, have we not learned from previous mistakes? Come on. Stop it. You want a cornerback, trade for Jalen Ramsey, or draft one at 18, not six. We don't need another Jeff Okuda. Knock it off. You're just as bad as the people suggesting we draft a quarterback. Stop. Get help. <laughs> Get help. Please. <laughs> And while we're talking about the Lions, they hired John Fox as a defensive consultant. That's not a bad grab. No. 
For a consultant, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to do with the team day to day. Good. <laughs> we'll take your consulting with a grain of salt. <sighs> yeah, somebody's saying, oh, the CP <clears throat> class looks stacked. Stop. Okay. You're not no. taking one at six. No. Stop it. I, I, I want to discuss, and I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe he might find us on the interwebs somewhere. Hey, Sharon Rogers. Yo, hello. Hi. It's Jim. He's Jordan. Bronco Nation. We never introduce ourselves today. And we're 28 minutes into the show. I just want to say that. Okay? <laughs> now, we failed... <laughs> 28 mi- minutes to introduce ourselves. You went into darkness for days and you still haven't made a decision. I know where he's going. I I would, I would, <laughs> oh boy, I would. If I there could. was a bet to could. put money on Oakland or not Oakland, Las Vegas, I would. How about how about you just quit, retire, go away? You're screwing the Packers franchise. I'm gonna tell you what: if the Packers had an actual owner, if the if the citizens of Green Bay did not own this team, and there was an actual physical owner, Rodgers would be not would not be doing this crap. I'm telling you that right now. Roger, Aaron knows. Aaron Aaron has the Packers wrapped around his finger. Of course he does. He did this crap a couple of years ago, and he got an extension. They don't want anything to do with them. We've talked about this. I think they're done already. I hope they are. I I really hope they are. I hope so. Jeez. Now, part two of my griping is that there are rumors because the 49ers pretty much don't have a quarterback right now. They've got three. What are you talking about? Well, they're all... <laughs> yeah, right. Right, right, right. Technically, they don't have a quarterback right now. Between three, they can't even put one functional quarterback on the field right now. Yeah, and there's rumblings about Brady coming out of retirement again. I don't think he'd do that. I just don't, don't put it past him. I just he's already he, don't put it past him. He, he doesn't have to go through another divorce. He can choose however he wants, and he might just do that because. He doesn't know when to quit. Yeah, okay. So playing maybe playing football is kind of a drug. But stop. Stop. Okay? Reti- you're retired. You retired for the second time. Stay that way. Stay there. Don't come back. Okay? Thank you. Uh, Did you Oh, s- and as far as the uh, quarterback thing, um there is a pot, there is a uh list and I think I might have saved it off to go look of uh, NFL rule changes that the NFLPA got together and submitted to the league for their consideration. And another one of those is to be able to carry an extra quarterback just in case. Hmm. Which is not about, you know, if, if, if you're down to one, even maybe two, you know, to be able to carry three quarterbacks, no matter what, might not be a bad idea. No. And they're also considering the uh, XFL's onside rule. Onside kick. What about it? They're, they're, well, they're suggesting to the NFL that uh, they take that rule under consideration. Have you heard about that? What is the rule? The, I, dude, the rule? I don't watch in, XFL. Okay, okay, instead of, well, I, I just follow along and I've, I've watched a couple of games sporadically. Ugh. Um 
it is not it's uh, it's not good it's well it's not bad i can't imagine it's very good well what's worse usfl xfl well you'll (laughs) you'll find out with the usfl in about a month anyway um instead of an onside kick which fails miserably pretty much every time the team that just scored getting set to kick off can run a fourth and 15 from um from their own 25 yard line no and if they get it cool if not the opposing team takes over takes over wherever that ball wherever that play ended no <clears throat> No thanks. I'm good on that one. No, it's, it's it's out there. So I don't like it. Okay. Um oh. this was an interesting comment. Um The Bangles. Did you see what their GM said? The Bangles? Yes. The Bangles? They're not trading The Bangles? What was it? Walk like an Egyptian day or something? Come on. Did you <laughs> The GM basically said, find your own receiver. We're not trading him. But I just asked the question to a few friends of mine, is this pandering? You know, this is lying season. This is where you start stirring stuff up. Uh-huh. Um, it's like, cool, you're not paying him number one money. So guess what? You're not going to be able to keep him. <clears throat> I think he's just trying to drive the price up. That's all it is, I really think. So... Take it for what it is. And remember that, guys, this time of year for the NFL, before we hit, you know, the draft day, this is silly season. People lie. Like, it's like the the Bears. They were slandering fields. And you know they sat them down and said, hey, man, you're going to hear some nasty things about you. None of them are true. We're mm-hmm. trying to drive up the value of this pick. That's called doing your job in pro sports. Because getting rid of Justin Fields would be the biggest mistake the Bears dumb could dumb. Make. You have so many other needs, and this kid could work. Oh my goodness! You have speed in the backfield. He can run all day long, and once he gets his, once he gets his arm figured out, he'll be fine. Yeah, and once once the Bears get a dome stadium, that'll help too. Yeah, the fact that they play outside in Chicago is ridiculous. Um, oh, okay. Tell that to Green Bay. <laughs> but th- yeah, and Roger Rogers has a strong arm. Rogers is an idiot, but he's good at what he does. He has a strong arm. Yep. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, strong arm. Cold weather city. You yeah. see where I'm going with that? I see where you're going with it. Yeah. Um, the Bucks cut for net. He's saying it was his request. Uh, the Seahawks considering a quarterback at number five. I think it's going to be fascinating to see which quarterback goes first. Uh, Bryce Young making the decision not to throw at the combine, which I don't like quarterbacks that don't want to throw. Um, yeah, like that's Aaron, what you like, do for a living. Like Aaron Rodgers working off season with his new receivers. But this is complete. Just like it's just it's just like just same thing. It's, com- it's the same thing. It's so different because you're interviewing no, for it's a job. A, yeah, but it's the same attitude, dude. It's the same. It's the same thought process. So Stroud's going to be throwing, which I think benefits him because that's <clears throat> a strong suit. Right. Um, I think the two wild cards are Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. 
I saw a mock draft yesterday that had Indy drafting up to one and taking Anthony Richardson. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, th- talk about something for a second. I need to get McKinney because if we're going to talk about a Lions backup, he needs to be in here for that too. All right. And he'll probably give a soccer update too. Probably. And, and we have 25 minutes left in this thing, so, you know. And there's really not a lot going on unless, of course, you're Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Just Tom, stay retired, okay? I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, more information on that uh, Larkin deal. No trade clause. So uh, that's very interesting. Um, trying to think of what else before we kind of get into the talk that um, – we're wanting to with backup quarterbacks. Um, yeah. So he can just go home whenever he wants to, I guess. No McKinney, so <laughs> let's just talk about it. The Lions need a new backup quarterback. No? Oh, yeah. Oh, ab- oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So we've been kind of throwing different names out there and seeing where kind of people are. Crush. See, and I, I, I agree with you, but I think Dallas is going to pay him. Unfortunately, um, here's some names, and you just you tell me how you feel about him. Okay, Jameis Winston. Would he take a backup role, though? You see, that's, that's a thought he process. He has to. Not necessarily. That's a, well, it, maybe if he wants to play, but but he's going to go down fighting. You know, it, you have to think, will the individual accept the backup role? Because Goff is the starter. I'm sorry. There's no ifs, ands, buts, maybes, I don't knows. You could outperform him in camp. You can outperform him in the stupid exhibition season, which we should never even have. But um, I would like Winston. Yeah. What about Marcus Mariota? Just no, recently, no, no, caught by no, the Falcons. See, no. I like Super Mariota than <clears throat> more than I do Jameis. <sighs> no. Okay, what about Carson Wentz? I'm on the fence there. I'm a big fat no on that one. Well, yeah, come to think, yeah, come to th- yeah. I'm leaning. I'm leaning with you a little bit more. No. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Yeah. Cooper. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really am. Uh, who, who else you got? Whoa. Whoa, what? I don't know if I have any more names, but the kid who died in that crash at Georgia uh-huh. had a BAC of almost uh-huh. 0.2. Yep. I saw that. Um, And this is another thing that... um is not going to end well for Jalen. Now He left the scene yeah. and returned 90 minutes later. And I wonder if he was hitting the sauce. Or if the authorities checked to see if he was hitting the sauce. I don't know. I'm starting to think more and more this kid might go to jail. It's early. It's in in it, this is still in the discovery mode for all of us. There are people down in Georgia that know a lot more than we do. 
But for all of us, this is still in discovery mode. Yeah, you could say you can make your choice as well. Okay, he might he might get off with just a slap on the wrist, or the boy might go to jail or whatnot. But can I can like, I can I tell you something? What if he played in Ann Arbor, he'd get off real easy. Oh God! The blue wall would protect him. We got you, Jalen. <laughs> I mean, look at Mozzie Smith. Pulled over doing twice the speed limit on a Saturday morning or Friday, whatever it was, and he flew to Bloomington to play the game that week. I mean, come on. <coughs> Blue Excuse wall. Me. Oh, Blue wall. I just sneezed a green wall out of my nose. Oh, good God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to rattle them all off. There has been a ton of hockey trades. Uh, the deadline is coming up on Friday. I wonder if the Wings are going to try to pick up anybody or if no. they're going to stand pat. They're going to be sellers. I don't think they're going to sell. You got to sell Pertuzzi. You can't let him walk for nothing. Can't. Mm. Can't do it. Can't do it. So I here's the thing. They win those two games against the Senators. They're buyers. But unfortunately, you lost them. So that's where we're at. Yeah. But I'm not a big fan of letting players just walk. Get something. And it's pretty clear you're not ready for the playoffs. So maybe they bag Bertuzzi. Maybe. Maybe. You got to trade him. Don't let him walk. They're not going to bag him. He wants out. You got to trade him. <clears throat> So, uh, as you were walking out, I told the people, uh, Larkin has given himself a no trade clause. Mm. I don't think he's good enough for that, but whatever. Okay. He could probably deliver pizza to, I don't know, 20 houses in Detroit Metro and five might know who he is. Just saying like, who are you? Who do you think you are? Well, that's no not, you know, that sounds like about the ratio of people that actually know hockey. Hey, well, well, it's am true. I, am I wrong? No, it's true. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. It's true. It's, it's, it's the sad, N- but true. Yeah. The NHL hasn't presented its sport to the public the way they, the way they should. One more question before we get out of here. What? Is this a golden rule? Following a team that is down three with less than, let's say, maybe 30 seconds left in basketball. Following a team that's down by three, down by three with less than 45, 30 seconds left or a really crunch time to not allow them to take the three and tie it. Oh, well, you see, I'm just an armchair quarterback, not an armchair coach. But what do you think? It bit Tom Izzo in the ass over the weekend. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, the um, coach at DePaul. 13-point 13, 13, 13 lead with a minute and change left. Yeah. And he decided and, not to foul a team with seconds left that was down by three. And the They score, tied the game and won. And the score at the end of regulation was 101-101. You foul. Why? You, Why? Why do coaches do this? Foul. Who cares if they make two of the three? They still got to foul you. Go make your free throws. 
It was lunacy. How do you let a team do that? No, I. That's a standard. That's a standard operating procedure, though. If you're up late, you don't foul. You try to keep the ball. You try to keep the ball away. If you're up four, it's a different argument. But three, they can tie the game, especially if you got like three or four seconds left. Just foul. Like I said, even if they make two. They're going to have maybe two to three seconds left, and they got to follow you. I just, the thought process of some of these coaches, it's like, and, and Tom is so stubborn, he's sticking by it. When does he start, get to crit, start getting criticism? That's another question. What he's been producing in Michigan State the last six years, not very good. Let's be honest. Hmm. So, just a few things to think about. I I just saw a few games where that happened. I think it happened in the U of M game, too. I don't remember what game it was, but it's just like, what are we doing? Why, why would you let a team just tie the game? Make them earn it. Crazy stuff. Well, shooting a three-pointer to tie the game is, in a way, earning it. It is, but my gosh. I wouldn't just, ah, no, no, I foul every time. Oh, and speaking of basketball too, and I, I want to bring this up before we go because because of your, uh, because of how much you love Detroit Mercy. Did you hear about the uh, incident? No. At Detroit Mercy game, um, something about some fans and I, I don't have the exact, um, there, there, there were some problems at, uh, one of the Detroit Mercy games. You're going to go look it up. Of course I am. I can't remember where I saw it, but. Yeah. You know what was also pretty, um, I don't know, unpleasant from Detroit Mercy? Retiring the number of a player that's still playing. Who does that? For who? Detroit Mercy? Yes. They retired Antoine Davis's number. He's still playing. And for everybody, oh, he's only 26 points from past and pistol Pete Maravich's uh, NCAA point scoring in a career record. Guess what? Pete did it in three. You want to know how many years it's taken, Antoine? Five. Not that impressive. Mm -mm. It's like him beating Travis Bader, who went to OU, three records. In a career. It took you five. It took Travis three, maybe four. Uh, here we go with the asterisk talk now. <laughs> Just like Roger Maris, 61. Oops. How am I supposed to be impressed by that? Congratulations. You had five years to beat it. Pistol Pete did it in three. You feel better? I do feel better. Okay, good. I'm glad I brought that up. <laughs> feel much better. <laughs> I'm glad I brought that up. Oh, good lord. Oh, and then just saw on my watch, oh, David, my fr my friend, yeah, just sent me the Bronco schedule. I'm going to have to uh I'm just going to have to um Oh, good lord. Oh, brother. We someday hope to welcome uh Zolman's back to the podcast, but uh for now we want to thank Sweetwaters for making uh this podcast possible. You can check them out, sweetwatersdonuts.com. 
Uh, then you could also find them in Battle Creek off of Capitol mm-hmm. Avenue and here in Kalamazoo off of Sprinkle Road, which I just think is just perfect. And uh, Stadium Drive. You got anything else? I got nothing. I'm actually responding to David real quick because I'm telling him to uh, check out the podcast later and because we talk about the schedule that he just sent me. <laughs> so there you go, Kalamazoo uh, and Bronco Nation. We will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.